0: Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologisms, episode 25, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered epitome, blasphemy, jubilant, and renege, and in this episode, we're covering zealous, rectify, spurious, and hedonist. Didn't really realize when I was doing these words that they all kind of have a similar ending. Zealous, rectify, spurious, and hedonist, or at least they kind of sound similar, but anyhow, Let's get on with our first word. Our first word is zealous. It's pronounced, or excuse me, it's spelled Z E A L O U S. Z E A L O U S. It's an adjective, zealous, and it means full of, characterized by, or due to zeal, ardently active, devoted, or diligent. All right. So when I just think of zealous, I just think of passionate, eager, enthusiastic, having lots of energy. If you guys have been watching the news lately, which I haven't, but I'm sure things have not changed. If you're watching the news lately, I'm sure you've seen something about protesters or somebody protesting something. And usually when I think of a protester, I think of someone who has a lot of zeal. They've got a lot of energy, enthusiasm, enthusiasm, and they're devoted to their cause. They're zealous. So pretty much all protesters are zealous by nature. They have a lot of zeal. And if you have a lot of zeal and you're full of zealousness, you are considered a zealot, which is just the noun of zealous. So I think the word zealot probably comes, probably is, has its origins in hundreds of years ago during The Christian reign or the Catholic reign or whatever, as you guys can tell, I know nothing about history of religion whatsoever, but I do know that the word zealot used to refer to someone who was very devoted to their religion. And now it just means, now it has a more secular definition, just meaning someone who's devoted and passionate about a particular cause. So maybe you have some zealousness, some zeal towards something, but I don't know what it is since we don't know each other. Trying to think if I have any zeal towards anything, not that devoutly or devotedly passionate about anything, such that I would go out and protest. But I assume if the conditions were right, I might otherwise be. So if you're enthusiastic, eager, fervid, fervent, intense, passionate, warm, devoted, those could all be loose associations or synonyms for the word zealous. And the way we're going to remember this is kind of corny, but this is all I could come up with guys. So bear with me, but all right, zealous, Z-E-A-L-O-U-S, zel, we'll think of seal. It's almost like a seal, but with a Z, right? So just think of, you guys ever seen those movies or pictures or videos or whatever of seals with their heads pointed towards the sky and they're all barking for whatever reason. I don't know why seals bark. But it's crazy. They're all sitting there barking. And you can just think of seals barking. They're very eager and passionate about their barking. So we'll think of zealous as a sealess. And somehow you'll think of those seals that are barking. And you'll be like, oh yeah, they're doing it really passionately, really enthusiastically. And that'll tie you in to the definition of zealous. Maybe. We'll see. Because my husband is a zealous supporter of the high school football team... He donates money to their organization every year. We are looking for zealous supporters to further our cause, not some apathetic, lazy couch dwellers petitioning the governor from the comfort of their own homes. Martin Luther King Jr. was a zealot for civil rights. Most of the onlookers watched the tragedy without intervening. However, one zealous woman jumped out of her car and rescued the dog from the burning building. What, what a woman. Full of zeal. Jennifer used to be a zealot for Islam until she was accused of blasphemy by her father. Abdul wanted the war to stop and he didn't care the tank was going to run him over. He lied on the pavement, motionless, in protest of violence, a true zealot of peace and a hero in his home land. Bless you, Abdul. Bless you. Bless you for your zeal. So that is the word zealous kind of a fun word. It's a weird word. I don't think I ever use zealous. I know what it means. I just, I don't know. Something about it just doesn't really pique my interest. So I never use it. Zealous. I like fervent more. For some reason, I think of like fervor and fervent. I would rather use those words over zealous. But, you know, either word does or either word works. All right. Let's move on to our next word, which is rectify. And actually, I think if you guys remember a few podcasts ago, a few episodes ago, we I think I said I used the word rectify without defining it. And I was like, we should probably cover rectify because it's a good word. And it's a verb. It's spelled R-E-C-T-I-F-Y rectify. It's definitely phonetic. R-E-C-T-I-F-Y rectify. Verb that means to make, put, or set right, remedy correct. So I guess whenever I ever use the word rectify, it's just to correct something or to remedy it. Kind of just a fancy word to remedy something or correct it. Very easy. So mend, amend, amend, adjust, regulate, straighten, fix, correct, change, ameliorate, make something better. Those are all synonyms for the word rectify. To make, put, or set right, remedy, correct sent them a check to rectify his account all right here's the mnemonic we're going to use for this when we hear the word rectify i just want us to think of correctify rectify correctify we're correcting something i think that'll work yeah maybe that'll stick in your memory so just rectify correctify rectify correctify rectify correctify The puzzled doctor could not identify the proper medicine to rectify his patient's medical condition. If we can rectify his contumacity, we can allow him back into the police academy. Because of his unruly behavior, they kicked him out of the academy, and so hopefully if they can rectify that behavior, they'll allow him back in. Mary was jubilant after her dispute was rectified because she was awarded $3,000 from her local utility company. After the audit by Internal Affairs, the Director of Human Resources was required to rectify the company's hiring process. I wonder what was wrong with their hiring process such that they had to rectify it. Rectify, that's one of those, that's a funny word, rectify. It's kind of fun to say though. All right, so that's rectify, our mnemonic was correctify. Let's move on to our next word, which is spurious. I think this is my favorite word out of all of them. I don't know why. I think maybe it's just because it's the way the word sounds. And I like its definition. Spurious. It's an adjective. It's spelled S-P-U-R-I-O-U-S. It's phonetic. Spurious. S-P-U-R-I-O-U-S. Spurious. It means not genuine, authentic, or true not from the claimed, pretended, or proper source. Counterfeit. So some, if something's just fake, it's spurious. Or if you're like, this seems questionable. When I think of spurious, I guess I just think of dubious origin. And dubious just means questionable. So I think if something's of questionable origin, or just, we're just wondering about it. Is it true? Are parts of it true? Or is it fake? Is it spurious? Not genuine, authentic, or true. Not from the claimed, pretended, or proper source, counterfeit. So false, sham, bogus, mock, feigned, phony, meretricious, deceitful, meretricious. Those are all uh, loose associations for the word spurious. Meretricious, we covered a long time ago. I actually remember the mnemonic for that one because we had a good mnemonic. It was vicious merit. Something that's meretricious is falsely claiming where Uh, falsely claiming merit where merit is not due. So we can see how that relates to spurious because spurious simply means fake or counterfeit. Spurious, it's a good word. Yeah, okay, so our mnemonic for this is, it's a little crazy. We're gonna go with this one. So spurious sounds like furious and if someone is giving you a spurious argument, you yourself might get furious. You might become enraged when someone is spurious with you. Or if someone were to give you spurious money, you would become furious because that money would not work. It's counterfeit. Spurious. So we'll think of furious and spurious. Why would we get furious? Because something is spurious. His account of the whole ordeal seems rather spurious, especially since he's so apt to change his story. Yeah, so spurious could relate to gossip. Do you know how people just gossip and they tell you certain things about certain people and you're like, mm, I don't know if I believe that? You don't believe it because their account seems rather spurious. Yeah. Spurious. The teller held the $100 bill up to the light and deemed it counterfeit. She laughed. Another pathetic attempt to deposit spurious funds into an account that wasn't even his when the millionaire died, many people made spurious requests on his estate. Yeah. Can you imagine that? If a millionaire dies, there's going to be a lot of spurious requests made on his estate. I could just imagine everybody and their mom, or, you know, someone wins a lotto and the next thing you know, there's all these spurious claims about being related to that person. Yeah. You're not related. And even if you are, you don't necessarily deserve any of that money. You know what I mean? What appeared to be a truthful autobiographical account of her life turned out to be a spurious work of fiction filled with embellishment, outlandish stories, and too many odd coincidences. Yeah, spurious. It's a good word. That word I recommend incorporating into your own vocabulary. It's fun to say, spurious. All right, let's move on to our next and final word, which is hedonist. This word is... You guys might know this word. I feel like this word is kind of common. Most people have heard of hedonism. And if not, well, we're going to talk about it. So hedonist, it's a noun. And it's a person whose life is devoted to the pursuit of pleasure and self-gratification. A person whose life is devoted to the pursuit of pleasure and self-gratification. It's spelled H-E-D-O-N-I-S-T. Hedonist. H-E-D-O-N-I-S-T. And when I think of a hedonist... I just think of someone who loves pleasure, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I know hedonism is a philosophy, but you can be a hedonist, I think, without taking it to the extreme. But if you're a hedonist, you're just someone who really enjoys pleasure. Maybe you wake up in the morning, you stretch, you get a massage, you eat decadent food, and it's all about now and in the moment and immediate gratification. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Just a different way of living. I think to some degree I have some hedonism in my blood. But I think if I get overly hedonistic, then it's probably not good. Hedonism is good in moderation. That's my argument. All right. How are we going to remember hedonism? This is probably the corniest mnemonic I've ever had, but this is what we're going to use. All right. So we think of hedonist. We're going to think of knees don't exist bear with me on this one, hedonist knees don't exist. And if our knees don't exist, we're not going to have any pleasure in this life whatsoever. I mean, imagine, imagine what your life would be like without your knees. Very difficult life. Very difficult life. I don't know if you would have feet at that point, but you might have feet, but then they wouldn't work. So you'd be walking around on your femurs all day because you wouldn't have knees. I don't even know what the knee is. You have the patella, which is a bone, But I don't know really what makes up the knee. It's probably the femur plus the patella plus your lower leg bones or something. Anyhow, you guys, knees don't exist, so we don't get any pleasure out of the world. And then then we'll remember. Oh, hedonist is a person who likes pleasure, or who uh, is a person who's devoted to pursuing pleasure. What can I say? I'm a hedonist. I don't care about the future or even tomorrow. What I care about is now, and I gotta say, this ice cream cone is absolutely delicious. John was far from a hedonist. He lived an ascetic life devoted to prayer, reflection, and consumption of plain white rice. As I sat there eating my lightly salted dark chocolate, I couldn't help but notice the hedonistic pleas of the children begging for just a piece of my candy. Stuck in his hedonistic ways, going to bed at three in the morning and indulging in late night television while eating popcorn, Chris was eventually fired from his job for constantly being late. Hedonism. Yeah, it's a good word. Do I have any hedonists out there? Do I have any hedonistic listeners? I doubt you're a hedonist if you're listening to this podcast simply because I doubt you're deriving that much pleasure. From this podcast, you know I'm doubt I doubt you you're deriving that much pleasure from this episode, more so than you would say from yeah dark chocolate with almonds and a little bit of sea salt. Mm. Although maybe you're listening to this episode while eating some of that chocolate. That's my favorite chocolate, but this is my favorite thing to eat. Costco started selling what do they sell? I forget what they're called. It's called like ah I forget the name of it, but it's dark chocolate with pumpkin seeds. And sea salt. Oh my god, that's my hedonistic snack right there. It's so good. I I I went through a whole bag in three or four days. That's like close to a pound of chocolate, maybe. Isn't that disgusting? Ugh. It was worth it though. It was really good. God, it was freaking good. I love chocolate. I'm a pretty healthy eater, but chocolate. Mmm. It's my one vice. All right. Let's go through our four words and see if we can remember the mnemonic or the definition of the word or something that'll key us in to the definition. All right, our first word was zealous. And I'll give you guys a hint. We talked about seals. Seals, what was our mnemonic? It's like sealous, zealous. You think of a bunch of seals and they're barking with their heads tilted to the sky. They've got a lot of energy and enthusiasm. And that of course is what zealousness is, having lots of energy and enthusiasm and being devoted to something. And then our next word was rectify. I feel like if I give the mnemonic away, it's too obvious. Do you guys remember what we used for rectify? Our mnemonic started with a C, C C-O-R, correctify was our mnemonic because rectify simply means to correct something, right? Awesome. All right. Our next word was spurious. I want to see if I can remember our mnemonic. Okay, good. If I can remember it, hopefully you guys can remember it. We said furious, spurious, furious. Why do we become furious when someone is spurious with us? Because they've told us something fake or insincere or not true or counterfeit, right? So spurious simply means not true, counterfeit, not coming from an original source or the claimed source. And then our last word was hedonist. You guys remember our mnemonic for that one? Hedonist. And I said, our knees don't exist. And what happens if our knees don't exist? Oh, my God, it's a horrible world. If our knees don't exist, it's impossible for us to have any pleasure. Right. And a hedonist is a person whose life is devoted to the pursuit of pleasure and self gratification. Hedonist. All right, you guys, I think that wraps it up for Nick Snack for Neologism's episode 25. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. You can just click it and say great, give it five stars, or click it and say horrible, give it one star, whatever. You can be as terse or as loquacious as you'd like to be, lets me know how I'm doing and I think it helps others find my podcast as well and if you'd like to make a donation you may uh, google Nick Snack for neologisms it'll pull up my website and click the little red donate button and you can submit your donation there otherwise I think I will see you guys on episode 26 bye-bye